media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Right, Justine Cullinan is uh, with me. I when we last spoke, you were, you were you were in some branding, if I can rec- recollect, Justine. What were you selling? Uh, footwear at Converse. Absolutely. But now station manager at 5FM, where she was the marketing manager before, so she's come around full circle. Well, good chatting to you. Now, we want to talk about managing on-air talent. I read your piece in, where was it, Media Online? Yeah. Fascinating. Uh, give me some background. It is part of what? You made a trip to the USA, right? Yes. Yeah, so I had the good fortune of representing South Africa at the Worldwide Radio Summit, uh, which takes place annually in Los Angeles. Um, and it's just a gathering of radio experts from around the world. So presenters, producers, station managers, program directors, uh, digital experts and podcasters. It's just a wonderful way to get to know the industry and to sort of measure yourself against the rest well, of the world. Absolutely. And, and you know my obvious question then is like, so let's measure. South Africa versus uh, USA, UK and all other countries around the world. How do we measure up? So I would say that we're ahead of the US, which is very exciting. Uh, the content that we produce and the effort that we put into building communities through radios is definitely ahead of the game. Um, the UK and some European countries like Germany and France are doing some wonderful things, but we're doing that too. It's just that our focus might not be exactly in that particular direction. Australia is doing some lovely work as well, but I'd say that we're pretty much on par with our international counterpart okay. which is and, exciting and does that differ between say what is essentially an all out music station like, like where you are right now at 5FM versus a predominantly talk station like this and many other vernacular stations in our country that actually has a hybrid of both you know, does that differ between all of them it does. So they also have public broadcast models and, and commercial models in different countries, particularly a place like Canada has got predominantly public broadcast. So it's looking after a mandate. It's looking after governmental um, priorities and objectives. Um, but we are very much similar to how they are behaving um, internationally. And they've, they've also found a way to make money and look after their community simultaneously. And, and that's an important one. Okay, let, let's about the politics uh, of, of, of radio stations, more about this, this very important issue about managing on-air talent, right? So, so you, I mean, whether you've, had the, whether you've learned that going there or you had it before, you've got some interesting thoughts on it. So maybe, maybe run through it. What, what do we need to know in terms of managing on-air talent? So... Um, Managing talent is not like managing footwear. Mm, so mm. it's not like selling boxes of shoes. You're, you're dealing with people. They talk and back, yeah. Yeah, they mm. do. And they're all very different from each other. So uh, when, you, when you listen to a radio station such as SAFM or, or 5FM, you're listening to people who are very different from each other. They don't all have the same opinions. They don't all operate in the same way. Um, and I often feel like, I often say to my DJs, I feel like I'm a psychologist. I spent about, I spent about 70% of my time talking to people, talking them down off the ledge mm, or, mm, or mm, buoying mm. them up in some way. I've got lots of tears and lots of happiness and lots of laughter that happens in my office. So it's very um, emotionally taxing from a work perspective. And, and that's the job. That's, that's what the boss lady does. Interesting I was, I was yeah. reading your notes. I mean, I mean obviously, you you're come from a marketing and media background, and you were saying the one thing you probably should have learned was psychology. Right? Yes, yeah. but, but explain, and it's interesting because, and I'm just going to draw on this example because I can't ignore it, A, because I love soccer, but because a 5,000 to 1 football team of absolutely useless footballers goes up and win an English football title. The psychology of how they came together is phenomenal. So how important is, this, is that psychology that you haven't learned, but you are practicing anyway, isn't it, in terms of getting the team to work? 
It's fundamental to the station. Um, your talent is, in a way, your product because they are developing and delivering content, and that's what a radio station does, or a radio brand, as I prefer mm, to sort mm. of talk about it like that. Um, so you have to look after your people. Your people are fundamental, and they're, they're dynamic, changing things all the time. And Coca-Cola has had the same product for 150 years. Um, every now and then they change the packaging, the distribution, a couple of small things, but at the end of the day, it's still Coke that we know. People are not like that. They change all the time. They come and go. They grow up. They have different priorities. They themselves are a changing force on a daily basis. So you always have to be very flexible and poised to support your talent at the same time as managing them. It's not an admin function. It's it's a relationship that you build. Relationships are fundamental to managing people. And, and in terms of supporting that, that talent that you refer to, does that mean, I mean, you mentioned sort of bringing down a legend and supporting them at, at other times. How... You know, to what degree do you get it right in terms of once you've made the appointment to get that person to to do a show on your station uh, or your brand, as, as you've uh, just mentioned, that you you then propel them. That means you manage the ego internally, but you propel them externally to ensure that they deliver for you. Correct. So um, you you're marketing talent. That, that's why my background mm, in marketing, mm. I think, really helps us because. All of my DJs are brands in and of themselves, and we know in our relationship that the two of us together is the best that we will ever be in our business. So the time that, that I have a DJ on, a, on my radio station means that that's probably the time that they're going to develop the most profile. That's probably the time they're going to make the most money in their career, and the smart ones are very respectful of that. They okay. fully understand and appreciate what the brand can do for them, and at the same time, I understand what they can do for the station. What am I going to do with the radio station without? any DJs, mm, mm, you know, it's, mm, it won't mm. be a brand anymore. So um, it's a very mutually beneficial relationship. It can at times be tense, but I believe sometimes that the best work comes out of contradiction rather than we all agree and we, we all align, Absolutely. Like, like can happen in a boardroom. But I think it's such an important one, the two of us mm. together, uh, together can be the best we can ever be. You need to tweet that as well so I can share that with listeners. I think it's, <laughs> it's a winner in my opinion. Ha, but, but, but we are talking, going back now to, to music stations, we're talking in the age of that, that playlist where, where, they, where they have less power. So on the one hand, they have less power, but you're still saying, actually, I still need to push them. That means publicly they need to be big, isn't it? Correct, yes. So in the world of social media and in the world of digital, and I need to make clear that I don't believe that digital is its own thing. Digital is not a strategy. We have a strategy in a digital world. Mm, so mm, we mm. need to accept that this is not a, a piece of our business. It is our business. It is how we do business. So... Um, in a digital world, people expect to have access to their talent. They expect to be able to speak to the people that speak to them. So it's no longer that, that someone like Fresh or Roger Good can hide behind a microphone anymore. They need to engage with people. And the really experienced and excellent DJs who have long careers and who are very good at what they do know how to access the people and how to listen um, and how not to react when they get provoked. So <laughs> Which is another whole debate. Hard, I always yes, spend time on social media <laughs> etiquette, right? But, but, but the other one, you, you also made the point about that person needs to, you know, a willingness to be coached, right? Correct. So you've got this person who you, you hire because they're so good and now you're saying, well, you need to be coached. Explain that. How do you get so that right? We, we all need to realize that we learn and grow every single day. So the people that embrace the fact that they, that you don't ever get to a plateau where you are, where you are amazing and perfect and wonderful mm -hmm. and there's nothing more that can be done with you. Um, the people that, that adapt or, or die are the ones that, that understand the business of the media and the entertainment industry. One must remain relevant. And being coachable is 
is a very powerful tool in which to mold and adapt and assist talent in developing resilience, in, in developing skills that they may not have had previously. Um, and it has to be monitored. You just can't check the box, box and say, oh, I'm there now. You know, I'm amazing. I'm brilliant. I, I have mm-hmm. an album. I have a million mm-hmm. followers and therefore I don't need any help. Um, if you're, if you're living on your own, there were many, many, many thousands of people that helped you get there. And there are going to be many, many thousands of people that help you evolve further from there. And if you embrace that and if you let those people in, you're going to find yourself with help rather than doing it on Absolutely. your own. Absolutely. So what if you, uh, from your point of view, just as a listener or as a, as a fan of radio or someone managing even an, another radio station or a community radio station, it's, it's a must listen to chat. I think it's a masterclass in, in managing on-air talent with uh, Justine Cullen, the station manager at, uh, at 5FM. So, so you spoke about the willingness to be coached. Now let's flip that around. So is, is the station then at some, because I mean you have different, DJs or presenters or talk shows who work at different levels. Is the station or should they be willing to be coached by the presenter? The other way around to say like Yes. Give us your input and we want to tap on that. We rely heavily on our DJs to give us input. They help us develop competition concepts. They help us sell things to clients. They help us select our music. Um, it is a really mutually beneficial relationship. It's, it's a two-way street. Um, I can't possibly be with all my DJs on air all the time. I can't possibly be at every single one of the events that they attend. So I can't, again, be alone. I'm not a one-woman show. You know, I have to make mm-hmm. sure that I listen mm-hmm. to the people mm-hmm. that, that have experience exposure in my market all over the country. I've got to look after 52 million South Africans. Half that population is within <laughs> my age group. You know, I, yeah. I can't possibly get around to everyone. So having 48 on-air personalities and producers and an ops team of 12 people is, is fundamental to my success. So, so it's what, what I'll call like, well, I call this show like a free on-air consultation in brand communication. That would be the same thing, a consultation with, with the DJ which is coming for free because, I mean, otherwise you'd pay somebody else on the outside who knows less about the station than, than they would know, right? Precisely. We're, we're all a family. 5FM is a family. We're, we're a bunch of people and we all do things differently. We all kind of change the way in which we work on a daily basis. But it's my job to hold up the light so that we all face the same way. And then how we get there it can be in our own style. Let's talk about hunger, which is a, a big issue. I saw a post two days ago about South Africa, that this really hungry nation. But we're talking about different sort of hunger here. Tell me about that. So uh, one of the things I look for when, when I employ new talent is, is the desire to do well. So um, my kind of inspired thought is that it takes 10 years to make an overnight success. So you think that someone has just landed themselves an amazing new show and they came out of nowhere and they're just brilliant and they were born that way. And that's not really the case. All my DJs work incredibly hard. They put in very long hours. I mean, you look at someone like Fresh. I mean, I think Fresh has forgotten how to sleep because he literally <laughs> does not sleep. He travels all the time. He works very, very hard. He's up at quarter, quarter past three, half past three in the morning to get to the studio for a 5 a.m. show. And he's expected to be excited and happy about that on a daily basis. That's a lot of work. And I think that it's, it's fundamental to realize that these people put in the hours they are hungry to do well. There is only one breakfast show on 5FM. There is only one person who gets to have that show. So your competition is incredible. The line outside the door is not insignificant. And the more hungry you are, the more intensely desirable that position is to you, 
the better your chances are of getting there. I'm not, I've hired someone before who was so desperate to work at 5FM that she would stand in a cheese suit in traffic giving out flyers just really, because she yeah. just really wanted to work at 5 and, and did she get on air? She did. Well, she, she wasn't aiming to get on air, okay. but she ended up working at 5FM for many years. She's now the marketing manager of Converse. Well, so she's well. successful. And that's yeah. your Converse, the same one that you spoke about. Yes, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about you know ego being the big killer then. So it's, it's very interesting. You've got to be confident and humble at the same time, and it's a fine balance. Um, on air, you've got to know what you're talking about and be confident that you have something relevant to say. But at the same time, you need to know that you're also human and you can also make mistakes and that you're not untouchable. There's nothing invincible about, about being a DJ. Um, you're, you're going to make mistakes, and you need to make sure that the people that are with you are going to understand and help you through those things. So um, having an ego is kind of a necessary part of the job but it needs to be managed you need to be able to see yourself perceptively like you're watching a play of your life on stage and you need to be able to step back have a look at that and be able to accommodate the fact that you're not always right yeah, and and admit to your mistakes. You you have to admit when things don't go well. You have to admit to those things. All right. La- lastly, there may be something we've got about a minute to go. When do you change and when do you not change? You, know, you spoke about those lineups and those long queues on your daughter. I want to get in on that show. When do you make that decision? So we, we follow a, a fiscal year kind of strategy. Most, most of the radio stations are, are looking at like an April to March mm. annual year. But um, those things can change at any point. So um, a DJ, I, I'm not necessarily always throwing people off air. People decide that they want to leave sometimes and they decide it's too much for them or they decide that there's somewhere else that they need to be. Um, so it's, it's a matter of always having a backup plan. So I sit with my program manager and I constantly have a list of people that I'm interested in that don't work for me. So there's a bunch of um, individuals that I keep my eye on and my ear to all the time. And when gaps arise, we fill those gaps. We work very hard at 5FM to grow people from the bottom up. So a lot of my talents are very young and, and I use a lot of my weekend and overnight airtime to develop young talent so that I can grow people within the business. I try really hard to do that so that I don't have to poach too many people. But as a national radio station, we expect that you've got experience by the time you get to us. So um, we're putting you on air nationally. We have 11 injection points, well, 30-something good, transmitters. Good you know. point indeed. Yeah. Okay, f- final thought, one line. Uh, keep kicking the ball in the direction it's going. Eventually, you'll find the goal. Well, there you are. <laughs> the, the, the sporting analogy always seems to work. Just been great chatting to you. I'm going to give you some extra homework because you made the point about digital not being a separate part, but a part of everything we do. So you're going to tweet me maybe 10 key takeouts, as per that you've mentioned. Uh, with that hashtag media show, I will share that, okay? With pleasure. And, and like the point about working together is the best we'll ever be on air, not off the air. Justine Cullen, and the station manager at 5FM. That's the show. I, I certainly enjoyed presenting it. I absolutely did. I hope you did as well, because we'll do it again next week, Sunday, uh, 9 to 11. Right now, it's time for the news at 11.